Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and Western Author Spotlight Podcast with our host, Frank Fiore. Frank, how are you? And Doing I know you're excited about our Doing guests. Great. And we're ready to saddle up with uh, Jack Bonham, best-selling. Uh, How you doing? Good. You're not living in Brooklyn now. Nope, I ain't. <laughs> Where is that background there? My, my background? Yeah. That's my office. I know, but outside. Oh, outside. We, we live in uh, Prescott, Arizona, up in the mountains. Oh, nice. Where do you live, Jack? You said you said you're located in Montana, the Bitterroot Valley. Okay, okay. It's the it's the valley that uh, Costner made famous, calling it Paradise Valley. Oh, wow. My wife and I were in the first three episodes, or at least we were acting in the first three episodes, but everything ended up on the cutting room floor, except uh, for a second and a half where I walk behind Jamie after he finds out his brother's dead. But, All right, you know. so so let's talk about why a Western author. Was that your passion to do that? Well, let me put it this way. I have a picture of myself leaning against my father's 1956 Buick Roadmaster, and I've got a cowboy hat on and boots and, and pants, of course. But uh, I that was five years old, so I always wanted to be a cowboy. See, I find that fascinating and always wanted to be a cowboy but we all grew up playing cowboys and indians i don't think that's a good thing to do anymore but we all grew up at least all of us on this call have i don't think my kids will ever say they play cowboys and indians uh because that would be politically incorrect at this point yeah, in time. but but too bad isn't it <laughs> yeah but we i had the little figures i had the army figures but I also had the cowboys and indians figures so what do you define as a cowboy? And I'll let Frank have a next uh, question. Like, what do you define? What does a cowboy look like? I worked as a former professional wrestler and did a cowboy gimmick at the end. Giant Butch Bronson had the cowboy hat. I should pull it out, Frank, for the next interview. Uh, I had the uh, chaps. I had the jacket. And I went out in the ring in Germany and wrestled because in Germany, they love cowboys. Mm -hmm. And I would go and work as giant Butch Bronson. Hey, you know what, Germany, I'm coming back to the ring. So if you want to pay me to come out as giant Butch Bronson, I'm back and ready to be back in the ring. And I'll put my hat in the saddle. But I wore that next week, Frank. Remind me about that the next time we do our podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that, that, when I was growing up, we played we play guns. <laughs> yeah. Dressed up as cowboys. And, and then a lot of times we would uh, replay some of the movie, Western movies that we've seen. But anyway, getting back to Jack, uh, what are some of your some of your books, Jack, that you've that you've written, westerns that you've written? Well, my wife and I are are, are the writers. Uh, she's the editor, and uh, we've got about seventy two books out. Seventy two books. Series with twenty six books, and I've just resurrected one of those characters, and uh, we started a seven book series so far. I'm working on the eighth called. Uh, Isaiah and Emmanuel, Texas Ranger Scouts. So they're back in Texas now, away from the Rocky Mountains. And I had a Seth Kincaid 32-book uh, series on uh, Texas Rangers. And Seth's in this new book. I'm trying to get people turned on to his books again. But I've also done, I heard the podcast that uh, you guys did with uh, Nick Whale and the uh, the oh, Western. Yep. And I, I've got a time-traveling Western, but it's kind of theologically heavy. I was a pastor, so 
uh, probably too much stuff got thrown in there that uh, didn't need to be in there, but I, I enjoy it. Who, so who is your best character, your favorite character that you like to write about in, in the books? Who's your hero? Uzziah, Uzziah Ferguson O'Bannon and Emmanuel James Jones, their partners. Uzziah is uh, Irish, obviously. His parents came over from Ireland and settled in the Shenandoah Valley. And Emmanuel James Jones is half Mandan Indian. That's up in the Montana regions. And uh, <clears throat> half English. So I, I like those guys because they're kind of like the odd couple, the old TV series. They argue all the time. I mean, to the point of on the ground, rolling around, hitting each other, arguing, you know. But that's the kind of thing I like to write about. How about humor? How do, how do you bring humor into your novel as a relief? Humor is always a part of it. It has to be. Um, my humor might be a little... Uh, gallows at times uh, because the Western sort of leans in that direction anyway. Hanging, shootings. Uh, Old-timey Western guys were kind of like uh, policemen and EMTs today. They've seen so much violence that they have to joke about it every once in a while because they'd go crazy if they didn't. Uh, if you had to identify your signature novel or, or, or in series, what would you want to be identified with? Well, to tell you the truth, I'd want to be identified with a over 500 page novel called Ruthless Angels, which is about three women, three sisters in uh, Montana who father and mother get killed by the Indians and uh, they make their way back to, to San Francisco where the father took them from. Uh, and it's three different stories that are interwoven until they get back to San Francisco. I, I've written a sequel to that one while I'm working on that one. But uh, for some reason, uh, I, that novel, I don't know if it's 500 pages or what, but people are uh, not picking it up. So I don't know. Oh, but, wow. that, but I love that book. I love that book. Well, the writing, you said you know, writing for women by a man you find that difficult are you kidding me no you kidding? No. have you woo you wooed a woman right didn't you woo a woman to get her to marry you and didn't you date well, that's what that's all it is you just got to remember that uh that's where my wife comes in a lot of times she'll just that's pick up the laptop and throw it on the bed and say you're not doing that you're not going there I say, okay okay i'll back up so. My, my wife is just way, you know, I, I want to get a woman's view on this and then she'll change things that I've done. So it's, it's good to have a wife as an editor. <laughs> oh, so. man. Well, that, she's one of the two J's. Her name's Judy. I'm Jack. So it's J.J. Bonham. Why do you think the Western has, uh, has, has, has lived so long that people have had interest in the Western for all these years. I can tell you, I don't know why it's lived so long, but I can tell you why it's resurgence is happening. It's happening because of what you said about being politically correct. Country is sick of watching everything they say and walking around like they're walking on eggshells. When you go back and you read a Western or when you write a Western, you know, yesterday I killed three or four guys, you know, and it wasn't pretty, but People read about it. It, it. It's a world where 
frontier justice takes place, and I, I think most people don't see much justice. As a matter of fact, somebody just moved here. I, I help at this bar across the street. Sundays and Mondays, this guy from New York City, he said, you know, in New York City, if you slug a cop, you go to jail for two two hours and you're out. Yeah. I don't think people want that kind of life. The same way in Chicago, the same way in San Francisco, it's legal to, excuse my French, shite on the street in San Francisco and you, you won't be arrested. Uh, that's wrong. That's just, so I think people like the 19th century and the early 20th century when things were, you know, Archie Bunker, uh, what a great character. And, and the way the way that interaction happened, uh, Norman Lear was onto something. Unfortunately, people wouldn't watch Archie today. No, yeah. they they, pro they wouldn't for sure. And, and I was talking about, let's talk about Texas Rangers. Why did you write about the Texas Rangers in one of your, in some of your books? Well, I went to school and uh, I had a church in Austin. Uh, and the Texas Ranger Museum is in oh, Waco. Waco, there's a lot of things that happened in Waco, but the Texas Ranger Museum in there and is there. And I, I got fascinated by the fact that the Texas Rangers went to the Mexican-American War in 1940, 1845 to 1847. They were there when Santa Ana was issued, uh, brought across Mexico to his ship to take him to Cuba, and they wanted to kill him, but they didn't. But uh, I, I just find the Rangers, they're the only independent police force sanctioned by a state in this country. I mean, can you name another one? There's there's no Utah Rangers. There's no, uh, you know, they're pretty interesting. And they dressed in their own clothes, and they were incredible horsemen. Now, when the Civil War broke out, the Texas Rangers was disbanded during that time, correct? And uh, what side no. did they fight on? No, no, it's not true. Terry's Rangers went, uh, and one of my characters uh, was in the Civil War with Terry's Rangers. So, you know, they didn't really disband. The, the biggest problem they had was that female governor back in the early 20s who tried to disband them, but but then she needed Frank Hammer to get Bonnie and Clyde. You know, Bonnie and Clyde weren't politically correct. They killed anybody, uh, cold-blooded murderers. So Frank Hammer set up an ambush and he did to them exactly what they did to other people. Didn't give them a chance. <laughs> nope, that's, that's justice as far as I'm concerned. So that's how Bonnie and Clyde were killed, Jack? Yeah, yeah, there's a book called Ambush. Written. There were seven guys at that ambush. And they agreed that nobody would talk about it until six of them were dead and the seventh one could do whatever he wanted. You should look it up. I can't remember the author's name, but it's called Ambush. And uh, it's way different from any movie you've ever seen about Buddy and Clyde or Frank Hammer. They, Frank didn't come out in front of the car. Frank hid behind trees, just like everybody else did. It was entrapment and it was murder, but you know, the public was tired of Bonnie and Clyde killing people. As, as a writer, what would you say is the, is the cowboy code? The cowboy code? Yeah. Well, you don't, you don't talk bad about your friends. You don't talk bad about anybody unless you're willing to back it up. You, 
you treat your animals like you would treat your woman. Uh, I used to have a bunch of horses and, uh, and I rode horses until I broke my back in two places uh, and didn't even know it uh, until I went for heart surgery and the heart surgeon said, you know, your back's broken in two places. I'm like, nah, I didn't know it. They're compression fractures. It doesn't limit me at all, but the cowboy code is honesty. And, and I heard that, that, that thing with Nick Whale. I think you're right. Uh, the, the Christian Western is, is, a, is a great way to go. And since yeah. I'm a pastor, uh, I'm, I might just talk to Nick about that. Having a whole I, I was mentioning that I mentioned that on the podcast. That's my number one talent's ideation. And I thought Christians, well, there was a Christian. Um, I forget what author did something like involving Westerns in certain aspects, or at least that kind of cowboy life. I think at going to the Christian route, there's so much money. So much money to be made. Only movies that are filling up theaters now are Christian movies. Ultimately, Here's the deal. you can do the Christian movie, the Christian book, and you can also serve God at the same time. Because you're essentially nobody's getting the gospel anymore. I'm sorry, it's just not out there. Churches are mostly old people. Uh, there's got to be some way. All my novels, I slip something in from the Bible. I always do. Somebody dies, Uzziah's up there at the, at the head of the grave reading from the Bible, talking. It's, it's a part of who we were, and I think it's a part of who we are. Yeah. Huge following, and it's amazing, and really we're de definitely seeing a lot with the Christian films, and uh, they're just really doing well in the box office. I don't, I don't know about books. Well, but it's a Western Christian. That's really getting niche for sure. Where's the best place we can find information on you? Jack, purchase your books and learn more about you. Go to Amazon Books. Just put in J.J. Bonham and watch them all come up. I mean, uh, that's about it. I don't, have a, I don't have a website. I had a website, but the guy got mad at me, so he erased it. Let <laughs> 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 it go. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.